0: The following is a production of Dirty Mo Media.
1: All right, it's that time of the week again. Time for another Dirty Mo Do. I'm your man, Steve Latart, And as always, we got the professor, the man, the analytics, the stats. Every time we talk to him, he gets a new title. The professor's looking very intelligent in his corner, a little glisten. Is that straight from the gym? Professor, please tell me you showered.
0: Yeah, that's gym G-Y-M, though. Not the same one that you go visit.
1: Oh, Chopper and I were right there looking for you. We didn't see you. Yeah, we finally had to leave. Oh, finally had. We could only sit there so long. People were looking at us funny as we were eating our breakfast uh, biscuits <laughs> over in the corner. And the that degenerate hell, yeah, gambler, be... the degenerate—a term of endearment from another degenerate gambler himself, my man, my buddy, longtime gambler. It's the chopper, chopper, yep. chopper, chopper. <laughs> nice start. Oh, go ahead, Russ. You're you're cackling. You were part of these picks, <laughs> Russ. You took the train right off the tracks. Okay, here we go. It's, we're heading to Fontana. We got a lot to talk about, but if we don't look back, then what good are we? Let's take a peek. Chop on Sunday morning, and I put it on social, had 42 units. All right, today's defendable term, was gonna, we were going to define bad beat, but actually now I'm going to define a unit. Here is a unit. People say units because we really don't care how much you bet, right, Chop? We don't care. None of our That's business. Great. Ten bucks, hundred bucks, whatever. We don't care. And if anybody cares, they're not your buddy. Right. The idea is put something on it. You have you have skin in the game. Right. So chop had 42 units. A unit is normally like between one or two percent of your, you know, betting budget. So my man had we'll call it half his budget in action. We'll see how he did (laughs) right away. So excited Um, to come out of the gate. So so let's just be honest. He got murdered minus 23 units. It was awful. It was a bloodbath. But there's more to the story. Daytona 500 longest ever. What did it go, Professor? Long. What did it go? Long.
0: 500 longest.
1: and something? 530 miles? I don't know. Long.
0: Longest one ever. It was. And
1: scary. you heard Kyle Busch lose his mind that he was leading at mile marker 500. He said Dale Senior won it in 1998, doing the same thing. 1998, he was a winner. He thought he should have been a winner. Chop thoughts it. That that's where it should have ended, too. Because at the end, of, just give me this straight up, Chop. <laughs> if mile marker 500 was the pay window, where would you have been? My bets go
2: from minus 23 and a half to plus four and a half. 27 unit swing. 27 unit swing in what, six or eight laps? Yeah. It was 30, 30 extra
1: miles. 30 miles. Great. That's ex- that's an expensive 30 miles for the job. Oh, I was sitting pretty. I was it was right there. So that's one way to look at it. But the professor, he didn't think that was good enough. So he broke it down bet by bet. Oh boy. Here we go. It's not bad, what?
0: Job. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not
1: bad. Right. It bad. Let's start at the bottom winning card number. You like the under you would have won a regulation. That was a cashier instead. 47 won. your buddy Stenhouse, which I think is even funnier because you play golf with him. The one chop even told me he goes, thanks a lot. First bet I haven't had on Stenhouse all Speedway racing career. Your oh, guys' I, fault.
2: I bet him every week because I just didn't want to be the guy that didn't bet on him when he won.
1: And, and now guess I, what? You guys the guy out of it. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> all right. Almarola was leading in the second overtime, 10 verse 17. So you could have won four of seven. All right. 41 verse 47. We write this down as just a factual no chance. That was dead from the group. Nine verse five. No chance. Nine got in the wreck. 34 verse 47. No chance. You had three no chances, but four out of seven were looking good groups. You could have went 50 50 top 10. You could have easily won three out of the four. None of this, Matt. You know what this is worth? Yeah, <laughs> right there. That's the result of Daytona because it was no good for uh, it was no good for <laughs> Chop, and we're sorry if the listeners tailed the Chop. We believed it, but now we're off light racing. No, anybody got any more sourness from Daytona? We need to relive, or can we officially just call that one dead?
2: I think it's dead. I agree. I agree with Junior too. No more overtime. So let's just let's just do away with the. Overtimes. Oh, listen to that now. If
1: you're gonna tail someone's <laughs> opinion, that's a good oh, one. Yeah. Make a note. Chop around the Junior train. No overtimes. <laughs> I mean, usually overtime kills like the the under in a football game. But normally it normally doesn't yeah. kill 20 of your bets. <laughs> Man, this is tough. All right. All right. But we leave the high banks for Daytona and NASCAR heads west uh, to what we believe is going to be the final race in this current configuration. I know anything could change, but the whispers are it's going to a half mile racetrack in a couple of years. Um, a little bit because of racing. I believe it's because the property value is worth, you know, bazillions out there in Southern California. I don't blame them. Sell it even though I do love the two mile racetrack, I understand the concept. So now we're going to the auto club speedway, two mile old pavement. Um, I'm trying to classify it. So it looks like Michigan. It's a little different than Michigan. Russ, you and I, so when we looked at the analytics professor, you asked me what tracks I would going to compare it to. And I said, California, Michigan, the easy comparison, they're both two mile tracks. I added in Miami. Um, normalized roughness, which is boring for the better, but it's basically how bumpy the track is and overall asphalt grip and tire degradation. Miami kind of falls into the California and I threw another one in there, but I didn't love it. Uh, what was the fourth? I threw in
0: Kansas and Darlington.
1: Kansas is the one I was forgetting. I knew I forgot one when I was looking at all this stuff. So I like Miami first Kansas, second Darlington, a distant third. Uh, and here's why Miami, as I just described, Kansas, much the same worn out, It's not quite as rough as those other ones. Darlington, the car physically sees a lot of the same loads, especially in three and four, but man, Darlington's its own animal. So it's, it's kind of a hard one, um, to predict, but for that reason, that's the handicap of it. Who's going to be good. Well, last year we saw a Hendrick motorsports showdown between the nine and the five, some blocks that went sideways later in the year, we saw the Toyotas haul the mail at Kansas, right? What job? It was like a Toyota train from never been seen before. I mean, they were unbelievable, it's a little hard early in the year, but we got to take a guess. And nobody wants to hear how hard our jobs are. We're just going to cannonball right in. So that's my opinion on Auto Club. For that reason, ding, ding, ding. The professor has run the prediction model. Uh, oh, by the way, I want tip of the hat. You had Kyle Larson's finishing position at the Daytona 500 dead on. That was about the only one, but we are Kyle going Bush to circle that one, one.
0: Off. Kyle Busch okay. went off. Those are two right. big players.
1: All right. Well, then jump in prediction model. First of all, take us behind the scenes. I don't need to know every ingredient in the soup. Don't bore us. How, what's the prediction model mean? Give, give me give me a nickel version of what the prediction model does.
0: So it incorporates the recent performance, recent performance at that track, recent performance at track type, which I get from you. You tell me, you help me with that every week. Um, then it goes into their team performance and um, pit crew, pit road, Uh, What else is in there? Then we go like if like, for instance, Ty Gibbs doesn't have a lot of information. So we can't, you know, we can't just totally throw him out. So we go, um, I look at his his overall team performance from last year and and like that's the 18 team and and that equipment should translate. So all that mixed together spits out a number, basically.
1: So with that said, that's a lot of stuff, Job.
0: That is a lot
1: of a lot of stuff in the soup. All right, let me have it then. Predicting model, I'm ready for it. Winner, Who let me do you have think
0: it. it is? Who do you think it is?
1: Well, listen, if it's not Kyle Larson, your model's broke, because Kyle Larson has five wins on the two mile racetrack. So if, if it's not right, then whatever stuff you put in the soup is not good, and I'm not ordering.
0: Well, the the, the soup's right then. It's Kyle Larson, Denny Hamlin, Joey Logano, Martin Truex, Ryan Blaney, top five. And then okay, hold on, whoa, right? John... whoa,
1: whoa, you're getting ahead of me. Hold on, okay. hold on. Okay. Larson, you have the favorite. Ah, oh, books agree. Give me your second. Give me your second. Denny Hamlin. Um, he's right there, right? He's he's a top three pick in the book. Is that right, Job? Yep. Okay. Then I go Joey
0: Logs, even though he hasn't won there, run really well there.
1: He's right there with Hamlin. Who else?
0: Then Truex.
1: Right there with Hamlin. And Blaney. Ooh, he's second. He's second on the board. So your top five is all collected. By the books, right? Chubb, I didn't miss any. Nope. Nope. That's it. Um, all right. So that's Although, interesting. I'll tell you what.
2: They, no, they have uh, Christopher Bell is fourth. He's at the same odds as, as uh, Hamlin. And he's at, 11, he's at 11 to 1. So same odds as Hamlin. And all just, right, just below
1: Logano and Truex. So I have some names because I did. I cheated. I looked ahead, looked at the prediction model, looked at the odds. Can we just. Can, okay. Listen is does it just come down to value for Larson? Let's just be honest. Is there a number that says Larson shouldn't be the favorite? I can't find one. Larson, his his performance on tracks is he should be the favorite. What I saw last year, he should be the favorite. His history at two-mile tracks, he should be the favorite. Um, so at you got to shop it. Um, the question is, if we all agree he should be the favorite, let me turn the mic over to the degenerate. Does that mean you got to sprinkle a, a little sugar on the favorite chop? I think he's such a dominant favorite here that you have to give him a
2: little love in the, in the win column to offset some of the other ones. You'd hate to have some of the mid tier guys that we're trying to hit a home run with and have it be blown out of the water. Cause he wins. So I like best the best bet, car wins yeah, or the best the, guy wins. Okay. Best guy wins. So I try to get it at least get some action on him. And actually if you've got one or two favorites at the top, like I would even look at maybe Hamlin or, uh, well, there's a name we talked about, Harvick. I've got it kind of up there. So, But the idea is to sprinkle out the, the favorites. When they're dominant favorites like that, you can't just ignore them. Even though there's not a lot of value, it does offset other bets that you make that, where, they, where he would take, take the win. Well,
1: it's funny those two names you threw out because we're going to get into a whole bunch of other names. Stick with us here. We're going to talk about Harvick and Bell and Reddick. We're not ignoring them, but, I, but this is a gambling podcast, and I want to talk about gambling for a minute. You said value. Listeners, I see Kyle Larson five to one all the way to seven to one. That doesn't mean much until you win. Now, you know, your dollar could have turned into five, your dollar could have turned into seven. We can't stress enough to shop your odds. Sometimes it doesn't move around much. Other to, you said Hamlin, which is funny. He has the most spread of any of those top guys, Chop. So Larson, worst odds, five to one, best odds I can find as far for the gambler, seven to one. How about this? Hamlin, I see some eight to one books and I found an 11 to one book at Barstool. So that's a big, I mean, that's a big difference. That's three that's X on your money just by finding the right thing. And that's why, so not to put you on the spot, Chop, but is it fair to say you have more than one book? Yes. Is it fair to say you have, <laughs> is it fair to say hypothetically you have more than three books? No, perhaps. Not sure <laughs> <laughs> Look at my man! Well, the professor almost fell out of his seat. <laughs> hey, you know what I will tell you? I will tell you this. Last week when he was picking for Daytona, that sports Emmy he was up in front. After those picks he gave you, it's hidden behind him. He put that thing in the back. He doesn't want any credit. He's like, nope, nope, no, nope, nope. That's not me. Not me. I got nothing to do with it.
0: I had to read Rangers. I got a big monitor now. I got it. I got it. A- I had to rearrange stuff. Okay.
1: Okay. So let's go back to picks. I only want to stop there because I can't stress enough shop, shop and shop. It's no different. You're going to buy chicken. You want to check your two different grocery stores, right? This is no different, man. Shop those books. Like, like it's a business. So find the one. First of all, if you're going to sign up, find the one that'll give you the biggest match for your money. First of all, you're
0: not, hold on a second. Hold on.
1: Costco, you, Costco you, in the back. I don't want to talk about no Costco chicken in the back. Shop chicken. There's just no way. Don't don't. Oh, it's try great. To this.
0: I'm like there's everybody no else. Way. I go
1: to Costco for the chicken, and when I check out, my 12 bottles of wine, my Kirkland golf gloves. Um, what else do I like there? I got my whole Costco list. Don't be picking on me. Best do Costco that. buy is sour cream. You can get like six pounds of it for five bucks. If Costco had a sports book, I would be in line. What is? If, hey, Costco executives, like if you're listening, <laughs> this could be a Costco ad. Welcome to the Costco sports book. Members only.
0: What is Trish making with that much sour cream? That's what I really want to
1: know. Me happy. <laughs> what you talking about? A bigger guy, happy. Sour cream on everything. Come on, my goodness. All right. We're going off the rails. Real quick, Larson's a favorite. We love it. I have a, a name we got to talk. Chop. Yep. Very simple. Professor, you got to give me some info. Tyler Reddick, bet or bust. What do I believe? The man is fast. He flies at the style of track. Yet I was shocked in my studying. Not a top 10 at Fontana. What says you, Professor, bet or bust, Tyler Reddick? Okay, well, let's go a little deeper in the numbers. So, yes, he finished 24th there last year,
0: but he won both stages, led 90 laps. I think he was in the top five, 143 of those laps before he had a flat tire while leading.
1: So... So I wouldn't even, lot. I wouldn't even put that on the driver. Flat tires, almost a, yeah. what, what do you call it? Chop a oopsie. You always have yeah. some term for like the, you got to rule those out. Those are the oops. Well, and remember
0: last year at, at Fontana, we had, that was our first real, real track in this new car. We had all those issues with flat tires and, and toe links and all that. So last year's results at, at Fontana are a little skewed when you look at
1: that. Okay, so you basically just told a whole bunch of goobly gawk. Is that a better bust? Like put some rubber stamp on the, put some ink on paper. So, so I, I like him. I definitely like him. Where's he in your picture model? 21st.
0: Well, well, don't, don't, don't let that get in the way of it. He is 21st, <laughs> but, but you
1: got to, no, 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 no. Listen, you're somewhat of an expert in the sport as well. You're more than just data. So you say data says 21st, but you believe it's going to be a breakout run for Tyler Reddick. You have to understand why he's twenty first, and when you look at why he's
0: twenty first, and then and then go back and look more deeper in why he's twenty first, then you you come back to he sh- he should be in the top ten for sure.
1: Okay, so, well, like, because the just... prediction
0: model is just looking at it, it can't look at everything. It weighs finishes more because if you're going to bet, you care about where he finishes, not that he ran top ten. Uh, uh,
1: ways. All right, I'm gonna circle back to your most nondescript answer on Reddit ever, and let's talk about Christopher Bell. <laughs> Do we because the books say he's a near favorite, just a smidge behind Larson? Okay, let's. When I say this, everyone's behind Larson, but the group behind Larson has Bell in it. Bell is the next group, 20th on the predictor model. Yeah. What says the professor about Bell?
0: He's finished. I understand what you said about
1: Reddick better than it looks. What about Bell? Is it better than it looks or not?
0: Well, he's finished 38th and 36th there, and he, he, now, both of those were engine issues. So, so like, that's where you look at the finishes.
1: Don't always tell the full story. Okay, well, hold on, then. Pew, 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 breaking uh, opinions. Here they come. Hey, Chop, you look at the weather out there? Yeah, boy, it looks wet. <laughs> it looks wet. What does wet mean? 99%. Wet 99% on practice qualifying day. So I had to go to my man's Twitter if you don't follow my man, Bob Pockris at Fox Sports, he's a must follow because he drops information almost as good as the professor or Bob Pockris. The field will be set by the metric, not the matrix. Rick Allen, the metric. <laughs> Go ahead, professor. You can laugh. That's an awesome
0: dig. I love that one.
1: You love that. Why do you love it? Go ahead. Tell the world. We love Rick. First of all.
0: Yeah, we love Rick, but my man cannot figure out the difference between the matrix and metric. Now, now, to his credit, I, I do something for him called the matrix, which lists all the finishes of every race. That is a true matrix that he gets confused with the metric, which is not the matrix.
1: Well, and listen, and to the, I think it's the ninth grade English teacher that continues to email me through my info at, uh, on the website. I appreciate you correcting me that it is versus not verse verse is from a book versus is a challenge. I use it incorrectly on air. I think we're up to 19 emails. And at this point, I think I use it incorrectly just to get the emails. So let's just, let's just double down that I think I'm that guy. All right, back to the starting lineup. Bob Parkers, 20, I'm, get your advocates out. 25% driver finish in the last race, 25% owner finish in the last race, 35% owner points, 15% fastest lap. You know what that basically means? Take the Daytona 500 finishing order and it's gonna be dang close to the starting lineup if it, if it rains out. There's gonna be some tweaks around. Let's go back to Reddick. You were bullish on Reddick. He finished 39th in the great American race. Christopher Bell. Do, 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 do third. So see Bell's going to be rolling off. I'm going to say top five. I don't know the official lineup. It'll come out. Does that because you were bullish on Reddick starting in the back. Now you're a little bearish on Bell starting at the front. Does that change your opinion? I got I him, chop. I got him, chop. <laughs>
0: No, it has to. I, I I we all know that Bell's gonna run better than better than the thirties, right? So so that's that's where we have to to look at the odds and look at look at the finishes and and figure out why why they did that. So
1: all right. Real quick, and then I'm gonna get the gambler's opinion on what he's gonna do with it all. All I could put was question marks next to this name. Kevin Harvick. Right? Prediction model has him where? Sixth. I'm telling you. I'm bullish on him. He's had enough crap. He's over it. He's done with it. It's his final year. He, I mean, I'll just say it. his give a shit is dialed way down. That makes him dangerous behind the wheel, in my opinion. The stats, you have him at sixth with the data.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, where is he in the book, Job? Uh Right there. Down there. 2,000. 20- 20 to 1. 20 to 1. So that's a good bet. He's the first guy I think there's pretty good value on. I, I'm yep. telling you, I'm bullish on Kevin this year.
0: Yep. I'm
1: bullish for multiple reasons, right? I think last year was a down year. I just think he's, he's sick of hearing him. He's just going to, I just think he's, he's scratchy about it. Do you agree or disagree, Professor, with the numbers on Kevin Harvick?
0: Oh, I'm, I agree totally with you.
1: Okay, so let's stop right there. We've talked Redick, Bell, and Harvick. Chop. That's fine how we think we're going to run. Take me into the book. What does that mean? All right. You told me you're going to put a little sugar on Larson because he's the favorite. Let's start with Harvick because I think he's the most interesting. 20 yep. to 1. Does that entice you? Because in my mind, I know there's other long shots you're going to give us later. But when you talk yeah. about feasible, I, I, Harvick's not a long shot. If Kevin Harvick won at Auto Club, do you think anyone in the sport would go, wow? I don't, I don't think so. People would be like, oh, yeah, Harvick won again.
2: Even though the last, you know, he's he would, what uh, five of the last seven top
1: 10s. Yeah, so in the last 7 races out there, he's been in the top ten five times with two runner-ups. Yeah. Two times. He's been second. He's had three straight. So that to me so you, you take
2: a Harvick, and I think it, at 20 to 1 you'd give him a little rattle just to that's like you said, he's a legitimate chance to win. Um the predictors got him in the top 10. Um I think there's value in that and then I I I kind of like him well, no, top 10 he's got minus 106. So I'd So you don't pay. love that. No, I don't like I'm not going to pay juice on that, but but I do like him as a top four. So, ooh, top, ooh, ooh, you love those
1: manufacturer bets.
2: Yeah. Well, you got Blaney. Where is, that, where is he at? Where's he at? At two twenty five and two seventy five for Blaney and Logano, but Harvey's at five hundred. So, okay.
1: So, real quick, let's talk about this value. You like him, top four. You're getting five to one on your money. Just to give the listener an idea, mm-hmm. you would have to bet him basically top three to get the same five to one on your money. So, so you're saying, hey, you know, he can run sixth or seventh or fifth, and you could feasibly see Chevys and Toyotas packed in front of them. So you're going to get five to one. And 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 this isn't a discount on all the four drivers, but it is. I'll just say it. Blaney, Logano, like Briscoe. Like when you look at the I, I think I like that one, Chop. I think I think you're onto something with the best Ford if you're looking for that value on Harvard. Mm hmm. So when you say value twenty to one, you put a little something on the win, like a half unit, and then you put like a full or a couple you know, units I, I on. I think
2: the, I would. That's big enough. I think I would put a full unit on Harvick for the win at twenty to one. Where I do the half is probably like Larson, just to cover. You know, it'd cover three bets, right? So even if so, so okay, if so there you go. If you put a half
1: one, half unit on Larson and you pop, you're going to win three and a half units. So what you're saying is if you put a full unit on Harvick and a couple others, you could wash those when the favorite wins. That's, that's your right. point. You're kind of, yep. you're buying a little, what I call gambler's insurance buying a little whole life by betting the favorite.
2: Yep. Yep. Okay. I think, uh, that's how I'd go with Harvick. I don't see anything else
1: on here with, for Harvick that makes a ton of sense. Well, while we're talking about it, then we've talked Reddick and Bell. They're two different manufacturers. Uh, let's just jump right to your manufacturer bets. Top Chevy. Uh, excuse me. Oh man, this is how bad I am. Their Bredic is now a Toyota. You should have corrected me, Russ. I mean, come on. I'm week two, and I don't have. I still haven't met a bow tie. So let's go to top Toyota. Hamlin oh, hold 285. Hold on a
0: second. Quick, oh, go back boy. to Harvick. You can do anything yeah. you want. It, it, what What is he for? Is there something on um, team to win?
1: Oh, there is. Uh, hold yeah. on.
0: So, He's, so uh, what? 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 Oh, oh, oh. Plus
1: ninety. Nine thousand. Nine to one. Okay. No, 90. 9,000 is oh, 90 to yeah, 1. 90, 90, right? That can't be right. It's got to be plus 900. That's a fat finger by Travis. There's no way they're 90 to 1. Producer, oh, oh, time timeout. <laughs> We're putting the producer on. Producer, you are now in the witness stand. I need you to look up Barstool Race Winner Team. There's zero chance SHR is 90 to 1. We have <laughs> okay. wasted this listener's time on an yeah. extra zero.
2: Yeah, it's 900.
1: He's coming over with confidence. Hold on. No, he's not. It's 900 to 1. I mean, it's, uh, it's plus uh, 900, 9 to 1. All right, back to the mix then. Top you Toyotas. Back
2: to again?
1: You want to <laughs> go back to Harvick one more time? <laughs> I love it. All right, top Toyotas. There's just no value here. 3 to 1s, 3 to 1s, 3 to 1s. All right, let's move yeah, on but, to some but, more but names. You know
2: what, though? If you go look ahead. at That, you that list at this track I don't know what other what other is going to beat Hamlin unless he gets into some kind of trouble. Reddick got Bell and Reddick. Well, I thought we were down on Reddick.
1: I don't like Reddick starting 30 starting back. Hamlin's going to start um mid pack. He's going to spot him 15 spots. I like Hamlin to outrun Reddick.
0: a long and race. It's a long race.
1: You got Bell at 3 plus 300.
2: True X plus 350. I don't know. It just seemed to me that well,
1: Let's talk about some more names. Then. Hold on. Let's keep digging. Let's keep digging in this. Let's stay. I'm just trying to stay in Toyotas, but I think we're done with Toyotas. Um, Reddick and Bell were the two Toyotas we really were going to talk about. We talked about Harvick. Can I move to the bow ties? What do we believe of Kyle Busch?
0: Well, that's the team that, that led 90 laps last year, won both stages. Reddick's team. And got Kyle Busch, so he got four wins there.
2: Four wins. Oh. For a rough three, idea, you can
1: find him at eleven to one to win the race. Um, three times your money for top threes, one and a half times for top five. Predicting model has him at about tenth. <clears throat> Anything there entice you, chop in the in the in the Chevy. You know, best Chevy is hard. There's so many Chevys. Yeah. That's where you'd maybe I, I would stick with the favorite. I probably wouldn't bet. It, I agree. I I don't I don't see I anything with Kyle Bush, Maybe down in matchups. We're gonna get the matchups later in the show. But
2: I think that that makes some sense. We'll, okay,
1: all right. We're gonna save way. that then. How about Jones? How about that Jones boy? According to our esteemed colleague,
0: I I love I I like Jones.
1: So wait a minute. Where do you have him in the predicting model?
0: 19th. Now you're just confusing me. Well, I, you just don't look at the predictor model. That's just the that's just one of the tools we use, right? No, like I said, not it's not to say all.
1: Job saying you should have told me that last week. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I mean, why are we here? Oh, where's my magic gate ball? All right, give me uh, some jokes. Go ahead, go uh, ahead. Give me well, some he jokes. He finished
0: third there last year, second in both stages. He ran in the he ran in the top five, like seventy five percent of the race. The Average running position of fourth for the whole. Yeah, but race.
1: I'm going to shoot you. Okay, hold on. Where did he start last year? Just tell me where he started. Do I have to? Yes. Second. Okay. Ain't happening, dog. He's going to be 30-something. And let me tell you, you know why he did what he just did? Because he started second. You tell me the word. Here you go. I got a test for you. It's going to take you a little time. He hates when I do this. You tell me the farthest back starting position to finish in the top five last year. Yeah, take your top five. Tell me where they started. You got it on one of your sheets. Just get them fingers tickling them ivories. Come on. Why he's coming up with stats that are gonna mean something, Russ. Or I mean chop. I don't like Jones. I'm not bullish on Jones. I agree that his numbers look, he's gonna start in the back. This place will swallow you up. If it goes green early, it is a bear to try to gain some spots. I know Jones. Well, he got three top tens in his last four trips out there. He led 18 laps, but he qualified good. He He's not going to get that chance. So I... I what are his odds? He's you 20. Okay, here you go. You can find him at 30 to one. I like Harvick way before I like Jones. There's a couple other names that are way better than that, too. Okay. What was your, well, what was your he's question? keep working.
0: What was your question again?
1: Starting position of the top five finishers.
0: It was 13th, 16th, 2nd, 15th seventh and then and then keep Harry, going here go. hold on eric almirola 31st kevin harvick 32nd kurt bush 36th
1: okay so they got inside oh. the top 10 but they didn't get inside the top five well yeah they had to beat larson i just don't buy it okay i don't i think it's not recoverable i think the field's too close that's why we qualify that's why we're no more bingo ball metrics matrix magical mix it doesn't matter all right let's move along dylan austin dylan why do I want to believe he's going to be great here?
0: Well, he's going to start on the back again, remember. Well,
1: that's a problem.
0: Yeah. But he finished second here last year.
1: Where'd he start? 16th. All right. I, uh, listen, I know Chop well enough. There was zero glimmer from that face when I said Dylan. <laughs> nothing. There wasn't a twinkle, not an eyebrow move, nothing. I did, I did like him in the, in the top 10, at plus 170. Oh, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's circle back. Let's talk both of them, Jones Dylan. What are their top ten numbers? Uh, Dylan is plus one seventy. Jones is minus one fifty. Okay, there's your. Okay, there you go. Okay, well, well, this is a perfect because my the professor's head just exploded. If I said, without looking at the books, if I would have said Dylan Jones top ten, would you have called those even bets, Professor? Would your gut have said, right? Yeah, absolutely. So there you go. When we talk finding value, that's the difference. It's not about being right. It's about being right with value. So what my man Chop is saying, if those are both coin flip top tens, take the one that plays plus 170, 1.7 times your money. You bet a dollar, you get your dollar back and a dollar 70 in profit. I'm going to continue to Go over these odds. If you're a gambler and you're rolling your eyes, that's fine. But this podcast is open arms. We're letting everyone in, so we're not going to use any lingo that people don't get. Versus minus—that's the juice chop. Explain the juice. Give me the gambler's version on. You said it's what minus what? Minus one fifty. So you have to bet a dollar fifty to win a dollar. That's right. And so, yeah, that's
2: basically it. That's how that's how the books make their money, right? So they try to get even on even even amount of total wagers on both sides. And then they get the one with the loser that the juice is where they make their money. So they're trying to even out the total bets. They don't really care who wins. They're going to get the spread between because the winner will get less than the loser loses.
1: There you go. So if we like Jones and Dylan equally as much to get to weasel their way up into the top 10, which I think is totally fair. Both those guys starting in the back. They have good numbers there. We're taking the plus money over the minus money. So therefore we're saying Dylan top 10 plus what was it? 170 hold on i got it right here eric jones is minus 150 at barstool dylan getting no respect it's plus 170 yeah, at bar that's stool. Right. yeah barstool right there plus money boom that we might have just tipped into the hammer that's like a mini hammer that's like a furniture hammer we're not framing the uh, house yeah. yet oh no chops got the big okay hold on moving along. keselowski let's move this right along here boys keselowski 50 to one to win the race. Now he has not won yet for RFK. That's why it's longer odds. Give me something. Give me some Keselowski, professor. You say six top tens in the last seven races. Oh, yes. what's Keselowski's top ten odds then? Big, 200. Ooh.
2: No brainer. Where's he going to
1: finish? He's going to so start remember, mid-pack. He's going to be in the 20s.
0: All, all six of those top tens were with Penske. So his one not top ten came with Roush last year. So, so that's, where, that's where the books are going.
1: Oh. Did we see enough second half year improvement out of Brad? We definitely Sweet. saw improvement for sure. You get what I'm saying? I'm just saying this because auto clubs are like did, did where is the sixth trending? Brand new team okay. part owner had a lot going on. My gut wants to believe second half of the year. If I trended his year, stock is going up.
0: Okay, so this this is this is what will help you. Okay. So you you related. California to some of these tracks. You finished seventh at Darlington, second half of the year. Fifth at Homestead, second half of the year.
1: How about the second Kansas?
0: Second Kansas, we had to have some kind of issue. Finished twenty fifth.
1: I think Brad is so good at Darlington. I'm just going to be honest. I know the tracks are similar. Well, he was, that he's is a good at
0: Auto Club too, or California, whatever we're going to call it.
1: All right, so Keselowski top ten at two hundred is a consider, or is it a bet? Bet. Bet I like I love I love it when my man just that's a hammer it. bet.
0: oh
2: yeah, <gasps> that's AD.
1: Chopper's hammer bet,
2: and AD's a hammer bet. Wow, top ten.
0: Now, can I can I know what a hammer bet is? Like, how many units is a hammer bet?
2: Five.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, Russ, just let that settle for a minute. The man <gasps> said five. Oh. Five, yeah. So, you know what that is? You know what that is? A lot cheaper than that putt that Chopper and I couldn't make yesterday on seven. That, hurt. <laughs> that one stung. Man. It almost. If Chopper had a cheaper putter, it would have been thrown in the lake. True. But the putter's too expensive for the throwing <laughs> in the lake. A guy playing with us goes, ha, ha I go." No, I'm not kidding. If you jump in right there, there's a there's an odyssey something about 15 feet offshore. There's two or three in that
2: lake right there. <laughs>
1: This is this is the best. This is how it goes. Click. Rah. That's what you hear. And then splash. <laughs> here is the best part. We had a foursome. Three of us in our foursome had two putters in our bag. <laughs> no, nah, we're not head cases or nothing. Oh, boy. All right, listeners, you got to hit me up on Twitter. Maybe we got to get some road golf games going with our Dirty Modo listeners. That sounds like a great time. All right, Kazlowski, I'm circling hammer bet. Two more names I want to talk about. One I think we can handicap. Let's talk about Austin Cindric. Austin Cindric once again um, didn't disappoint with his pace at Daytona. Uh, where did he end up finishing, though? Didn't he get caught up in a wreck? 23rd, accident. 23rd in an accident, passed overtime. That was one of Chop's deflates. Uh, what do we think about Austin Cindric at Auto Club?
0: Uh, I don't think there's enough information for us to do anything. He was on the poll there last year, so that helped where he finished Pitt's okay. selection, finished 12th there last year.
1: So I got yeah. a question. Oh, go ahead, John. See, so the predictor's got him at 12th. I know. Eighteenth, 18th. So that, 18th. But, the,
2: but the odds, it's 75 to 1. Yeah.
1: He's 18. So I don't like it. But here's the thing. I, I, don't, I don't like 75 to 1 to win the race.
2: Ah, yeah. Until
1: he does. Yeah. I got, an, I got a question. I got, a, I, got a, I think, a better one to talk about. Because Professor's going to have nothing on him. Are we buying or selling, betting or busting? Are we believing in the dinger? No doubt when we go to the road courses, he can win a race. That's, that's not in question. But he had a really good speed week. He finished sixth in the Great American Race. He, he looked He looked to be a little bit back. I'll call it in cup form. Are we believing it or are we not believing it? Or is the truth going to settle in when we head to Fontana? He's going to start inside the top ten, we assume. If rain does come, do we believe AJ Allmendinger can manage the, the depth of Cup field and stay inside the top ten? The reason I say that, I didn't say win, but the Dinger plus two thirty, plus two thirty. So you like Keslowski better? That's a good question. Coin flip: Keslowski or Dinger? You're taking Keslowski? Yeah, I do. I
2: am. I think he's due. <laughs> he's too good to not. You know, he has been competitive. I
1: think. What does there. the ivory finger say over there, Professor? I see you clicking and stuttering, and
0: yeah, no, no contest when you look at comparing those two.
1: All right. Well, then, real quick, have I missed another name? We haven't talked. Who have we not talked? Elliot. We haven't talked. How about Bubba? Uh Bubba's 30 to 1. You can find him all the way up to 33 to 1.
0: One Kansas last year.
1: In dot like dominant, fl- like. rolling. Rolling yeah. at Kansas. Yeah. Those Toyota's were rolling. Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: Um predictor model has them pretty stinky. Outside the top 20. That's the technical term, stinky.
0: <laughs> well, his best <laughs> finish it at California is 19th, so.
1: The best, the best you're going to find for a top 10 is even money. I, I just don't see it, Chop. I don't know. Yeah. 33 to 1 to win is a Hail Mary maybe, but how about yeah. somewhere else? Are we, are we missing Bubba somewhere else? Best Toyota, what kind of juice can you get there? Best 7 Toyota. to 1, best Toyota. How about this? Before I bet him top 10 at 100, now I don't think I would take Bubba anywhere, um, but say we're wrong and say he shows up with what he had at Kansas, which was breathtaking. Here's the problem. If he has it, they're all going to have it.
0: And, and Reddick's going to have it.
1: And while I'm not discounting Bubba, there's a lot of tracks I would give him and Reddick a coin flip, but these low grip tracks, I don't. I give Reddick the clear advantage just because he has proven it time and time again that you know you go to Miami, everybody's buzzing about Tyler Reddick. I watched him win two Xfinity championships, bouncing it off the fence. No, that's a lie. Never touching the fence. Running an inch off the fence lap after lap after lap. So my sample size of Tyler Reddick is impressive. So, you know, I can't even, I mean, I don't know, chop like plus 700 in the Toyota. Like, does anything about the bubble line interest you? No. Now I do have him in a couple matchups. We're going to discuss here in a minute, but.
2: Yeah, I don't so see we- anything that's, that's better
1: than what we have. You tell me when I get to a name that would truly shock you to win, Russ. I mean, shock. Okay. Larson, no. Blaney, no. Kyle, Chase, Bell, Hamlin, Logano, Truex, Reddick, Byron, Bowman, Harvick. I mean, here's my point. Now I'm to twenty to one. Nobody shocked you yet, right? Jones, yeah. Bubba, Suarez.
0: You're getting in the shock from Jones. Suarez
1: huh? would be Suarez would be a shocker for me. Yeah, I mean, you want a road course race, but
0: yeah. Well, All right, just... let's move. Well, remember, he's got to beat all those other guys you just talked about like that. I know. That's- yeah,
1: well, I know. That's why I do TV. Yeah. I had to do all beat all them other guys. I didn't do it enough. That's what happens. Hey, listen, <laughs> happens- if you if you're in the Jimmy Johnson era, you know what you're called now? Retired. That's what that's called. You raced against Jimmy Johnson. You probably aren't racing anymore. It was a real kick in the teeth.
0: And that's what's hard about the top 10 bets, too, because you have to beat all those guys.
1: Yeah, but that's why, that's why I think the top three and top five, you see a dramatic increase in lines because you're, you're going to have to weasel out some really big names to get into the top five. But six to 10, there's a... Okay, here's my point. Let me, let me just look at this. Statistically, you got some homework, Professor. Here's your statistics. You ready? Mm-hmm. For next podcast, I want you to take... Who are the biggest five names every week? The best odds are going to be Larson... Blaney, Hamlin, Logano, Lugano. Lugano, Kyle. You take like those five guys. I bet they have less six to tenths than they do first to fifths. They don't run six to tenth like they're, they're if they're good enough. If they haven't hit anything, if they haven't made a mistake, they're in the top five because their ceiling is to win. You follow yeah. what I'm saying here? So yeah. rarely do they run six to tenth, right? If they're good enough to run six, they run third. Versus. Versus, just follow me. Versus, versus for that English teacher. Bowman, Jones, Bubba, Suarez, Briscoe. I bet they have more six to tenths than they do first to fifths. Because when they have good cars, they do a good job. I'm not knocking those guys, but you run up against Larson and and right, Chop. You're shaking your head, but you you get what I'm saying. Like like if your ceiling is a multiple win season, bat them top five. Don't waste your time. You're gonna get no. You're gonna be paying juice top ten. But if you have a car that may or may not win a race, it's usually a top 10 bet. I mean, that's like a global wagering opinion. Okay. Next week. Silence is golden. Come on. All right. Well, listen, here's my favorite time. We're going to talk about matchups, head to head, toe to toe. It's like the heavyweight fight, right? It's Tyson Holyfield. It's me and chop versus smiley George. That's not even really a fight. George could beat us one handed um, on the golf course. So, well, we'll talk a good matchup, a good matchup. I got a few. I like to talk about one guy, play or bust, compare them out. And I want to start with NASCAR's most popular driver because we didn't spend much time with him on the other bets. I want to talk about Chase Elliott. I find him in two matchups that interest me quite a bit. It's Kyle Larson and Denny Hamlin. Let's start Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott. Larson has five wins at Michigan and California. If you expand it to include Miami and Darlington, Larson head to head has outrun Chase Elliott twenty-one to ten. In the last five, he's outrun him four to one. Last five races at that group of tracks, he has dominated the situation. Um, Larson is going to be a smidge of a favorite. I know producer Travis has this somewhere over here. I'm going to read. I'm going to read the paper, Travis. Don't come over and tap on it like you did yesterday. What is it? One forty minus one forty. Even at minus one forty. I have Larson, the the projecting tool, which I thought was gospel. And now the the professor's trying to like weasel his way out of it. Says Larson first, Elliot 11th. Give me a reason why we're not taking Larson over Elliot. Does minus (laughs) 140 scare you? No. Let's talk value because the stat man ain't going to find a stat. I've done my homework on this one. It's all right. Boom. Hammer. Well, not a hammer. Not a hammer, but a play. Definitely. We're going to call that a play. What's a play? A three star. Hammer's five stars, four stars, four and a half stars three star is just a play. It's in the tap. We're taking Larson over Elliott. Got it. How about Hamlin over Elliot? This is a little bit more of a coin flip. Odds wise, you're going to play minus 115 for Hamlin. So just a little over a dollar to get this. Let me run through it. A lot of career matchups, Michigan and California. Hamlin leads 11 to 7. In the last five, doo-doo, 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 five and 5-0. and 5-0, Danny Hamlin. The last five races at Michigan and California, Chase Elliott has not outrun Danny Hamlin one time. You expand that group, as I said before, 24 and 13 for Hamlin, four and one on the last five. Well, I think this is actually better than the Larson bet, only because the juice is less. Hamlin over Elliott. Russ, your eyes are twitching back and forth. I know you have a big computer screen, so does that mean you found something that you think I'm nuts on? I'm, I'm willing to listen.
0: No, no. Here, here's the biggest note, I think, on that. So we, took those, we raced at those tracks that you compared seven times last year. Chase Elliott has one top ten on those tracks. Out of seven, seven races. And so that's not even comparing them against other people. That's just comparing them to himself.
1: Okay, I have a self. Okay. I have a more general question. Do you feel good about your 11th place predictor for Chase Elliott? Yes. Yes. Sure. I only ask that because I'm only talking a couple matchups here, but more normally happen over the weekend, right? Chop. You're gonna Chop's gonna have a Sunday bet slip. We like Larson over Elliott. We like Hamlin over Elliott. If other matchups come out. I'm going to call it Blaney. I'm looking at reasonable odds. Mm -hmm. Logano, would you take, like, are you, is this a true fade on Chase Elliott? Or you think he's going to be okay, you like the Hamlin bet, and you like the Larson bet?
2: I think it's a a minor fade on Elliott.
1: Minor fade. I think that's
2: fair. And I think we were looking at Blaney not being, as being maybe a little overvalued in this thing.
1: All right, so let's stick with the two that we have in front of us, which are Larson and Hamlin over Elliott. All right, let's jump to the... I feel like we've talked a lot about this guy, but I love him. I love to discuss it. Reddick, Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick versus Martin Truex Jr. is a coin flip. In my mind, this is an absolute, an absolute move. Truex is going to start inside the top 20. I'm telling you, I'm taking Truex over Reddick. That's going to be unpopular because they say Reddick's so good at these low grip racetracks and Reddick could prove me wrong. But the, the stats say six races together at Michigan and California, Truex five and one. The last five races, Truex is five and O against Reddick. Five and O. Redick has never beaten Truex in the last five races. The last five races, he has not outrun Truex at the two mile racetracks. I know you don't like it, Professor, so give me something to go the other way.
0: Well, I, I just think I think you just have to look at how well he ran there last year. And how well 23 2311 won both races at Kansas last year, which you say relates to a certain degree. So I think we- I, So
1: here, I'm going to throw this one in here. I think Reddick would have got more of a nod if he was still in a different make than Truex.
0: Okay.
1: But now they're both in Toyotas. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm betting with my heart. I want to see Truex run well in those last year. But I have a little bit of uh, what I call, I say it's a little ZFG Truex Jr. too. I think he just doesn't give and I think that this is a guy who really is pretty meet, you know, low key most of the time. But I think he's ready to put a little swagger out there. He looks like he's ready to, to prove everybody wrong, Went winless last year. And I think that, that bothered him.
0: No, and he just, he killed him in, in 2018 at California. He's, he knows how to win there.
1: So it's not a hammer, but it's a nibble play. I still like Truex over Reddick. Next one, Reddick and Bowman. This is going to be a value question. So I know what the stats say. So this is more of a one for the chop. Redick is minus 150 against Bowman. Bowman is plus money, plus money to outrun one guy. I always like to see plus money to outrun one guy because anything can happen, as we learned in the overtime of the Daytona 500, where Chop's money got thrown into a garbage pan and lit, and lit on fire. Um, they're three and three in their six starts. right? So don't say it's crazy. They're coin flipping their six starts. Now, if you blow it up a little bit more and you include Miami and Darlington, it tips heavily to Reddick. Like There's a reason he's a minus 150 guy, Mm -hmm. but Bowman's sneaky. Bowman and back to the facts. Bowman finished fifth at Daytona if qualifying reigns out. Matter of fact, if you like this matchup, you better take it before qualifying reigns out because it might actually move the odds. I take Bowman at plus money over Reddick purely on value. It's probably a coin flip. And I'm taking the plus money chop. I can't. I I hate minus one fifties. I'm a little gun shy after last week. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. uh, That yeah. I think there's better. I think there's better bets out there. Okay. Well, then the other one. Now I'm flipping to the other side. Redick versus Chastain. I'm taking Redick. And and really. So I have a question as a better. Do you think it's crazy to be against Redick in one matchup for Redick in the other? Like is that like kissing your sister? It's not crazy, but I, I tend not to do that. I tend to, okay. if I've got a, if
2: I've got one I really like, I, try, I tend to stick with them. If I'm flip-flopping, then I don't, I don't, know, I don't, I'm sure that it, it makes sense in some cases, but I don't typically do that. All right. Well, let's, I'm
1: sick of talking also, about
2: Also, I'd like to say, I, you know, I do it for the fun of it, right? And so I don't want to root for Reddick to beat everybody and then have to, on the other side, you know. Have so to listen, Chop
1: and I are very different gamblers, and this is what I'm going to tell you, Russ. Here's why. If Chop believes, and and disagree if you don't agree, Chop, but if Chop believes that the bet on the board is Green Bay at minus six and a half, he takes Green Bay at minus six and a half and he forgets about it. I tail Chop at minus six and a half, and then either the odds swing or perhaps Green Bay gets down early, and now I can get him at plus six and a half. I bet the live line, and I try to center punch those 13 points for all the money. Now, Chop, that's not Chop's game. Chop just puts his bet slips in, cracks a few Miller lights, sits back and plays in his simulator over there. To, you know, but I like so we're very different better. So it doesn't surprise me that chop if he's either for or against Redick, he's all in one way or the other because he likes to know who he's cheering for. Um, so that's that's total. And it's and there's no wrong answer. Right. It's really how you want to do it. If you take chops angle and as a race fan and you're new to gambling, I actually suggest chops angle. I think you pick a driver you like and you take him everywhere you want to take him. Right, You don't get caught up in the mix because then you don't know if you're cheering for or against.
2: Yeah, that's the fun of it, I think.
1: All right, let's skip Reddit then. Let's go right down. Bubba versus Suarez. I think this is a great line. I think this is one of the best lines on the board as far as by the book uh, because this is an absolute coin flip. Bubba's minus 125. Suarez is like even money. Uh, It's a great line. Uh, Bubba's a a little leader in all the stats. Eight to five, head to head. Four and one in the last five of these two tracks. You know, I... I, I want to believe that Bubba's Toyota speed is going to show up, but I think it's a great line by the book. I don't have an opinion, Russell. You like one or the other?
0: Well, I, I like Bubba over Suarez. Just just for what we said, you want to, he Dominated at Kansas last year. I I just think he he's that's the better bet.
1: All right, chop. That was with a heads up I had picked up. What do you got? I know you got something out there. You got any other bets you like you that I haven't talked about? Mm-hmm. Or you or you still or you kind of circling the water.
2: How about uh, Amarola over Stenhouse?
1: Man, Stenhouse is coming off. I wonder if there's a Daytona 500 hangover with all the media he has to do. That's a real question. Like, he's yeah. had a busy week. I mean, he's everywhere. For all the right reasons. I'm not knocking it. Like, I, w- I would much rather win the 500 and, and dance all around at something special. But, it- but there is a lot of work that goes into winning the 500. And he's a slight favorite. Not by much, but slight. He being who? Uh...
2: Stenhouse is the favorite over Amarola.
0: Really? That's surprising to me. Wow.
2: Stenhouse is the favorite. Minus 117 to Amarola's minus 112.
1: Let's just look at just the two mile tracks for a minute. I had too many pulled up. I had so much going on, I couldn't compare them. When
0: you look at all the ones that you you want to compare them to, Stenhouse is the slight favorite.
1: But if I bring it down to the two mile tracks in their career, it's 18 to 8 Amarillo over Stenhouse. Which way were you leaning, Chop? Amarola. So I I lean Amarola, and I lean Amarola for multiple reasons. One, um, like I said, their career head-to-head at the two-mile tracks is 18-8. to The last five is three to two, barely Amarola. But I do believe while while momentum is real, uh, the only challenge to this is Stenhouse is going to be starting near the front, if not on the pole. Uh, the 10 car though, he's going to be 21st. It's probably over, you know, but, but let's just talk about what this team had to do. They, uh, I, hopefully if they did this, right, they partied all night in Daytona. If they didn't, then they totally dropped the ball. And Ricky the
2: Waffle house at four in the morning with the trophies. Yeah, there you go. So,
1: so, so this, I think is just an emotion bet against the guy that won the 500. Cause to be honest, he should care the least about California. Like I, yeah. I just say it any other way, right? He's in the playoffs. He's having a great time. Like that momentum for the 500 should carry him to the, to the dang 600. Like, he, like if they're worried about California, so the 10 should absolutely put more prep in. So I, for that reason, I'm leaning shop. I'm calling it a two-and-a-half, three-star bet, Al Merolo over Stenhouse. I like it. All right. Question for you, Steve. Oh, cool. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: So now Stenhouse has that win. They can go for wins all, all the rest of the year, right? And Almirola is probably – he's been a guy that's been like a point-in guy, right? Like right on the edge. You know, how do they play this next – So
1: Stenhouse scared the world because, no offense to JTG, I don't think anyone's bingo card had them winning, maybe at a plate race. But, you know, we had 19 winners last year, and he wasn't one of them. So we've now had 20 different winners in this car. So, like, I still think people, even with wins – I don't think we're going to have more than 16 winners. I'm going to say it right now. But I said that last year And we had more. So, so all, I, all I'm saying is I know the 47 can go for broke, but they're not going to throw away good runs. They don't run consistently well enough near the front to, to roll the dice to, win, to try to win from 12th, which is how close you have to be for a few miles strategy to work or you know, stay out or take tires. You, know, you can't do that for 22nd. So, so if they come out and score enough points in the next five weeks to feel good, how about this? When you leave the Coca-Cola 600, you are not moving into points plus or minus two spots. It ain't happening. Write it down, lock it up. That is the points. Take the points at the Coca-Cola 600 and the points at the end of the regular season, they're the same. They don't move more than two spots. So that's why I don't think Stenhouse is quite as go for broke as say I was in the 14 season with Dale because we expected 10 winners. After last year's 19 winners, if I am Mike Kelly and Ricky Stenhouse Jr., I am a little more sensitive about making sure we score enough points to make sure we're in the playoffs. That's my opinion on Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in the 47. All right, Chab. What else, what else you got for a uh, what you, what matchup? Kyle Busch uh, versus um,
2: Bell. Ooh,
1: a little, little Chevy Toyota battle. So it's a
2: coin flip on the, on the odds.
1: Oh, game. I like Kyle Bush hammer over Bell. Uh, at least a four, three, four star. I mean, they're five to one, four and one in the last five. If I throw, say, Kansas in there. That's a hammer. Kansas is, I got Kyle Bush over Bell. Yeah, no doubt. Kyle made, Bush my, is. That's my
2: biggest hammer. I don't want to say it, but I just did. Kyle Bush <laughs> is
1: starting 19th. Bell, is, or I said, just say start. Kyle Busch is going to start five or eight spots behind Bell. It's going to make a little bit more of a heads up for that reason. Chop, that's the star I would lose. Assuming qualifying reigns out, I would smidge it back, maybe one star. But I do believe the, the bet is Bush over Bell. Yeah, me too. And what right. I've seen from Bush is, you know, people could say they don't like this, this negative Nelly Bush. I do. That's a fired up Kyle Busch. When Kyle Busch gets saucy, when he starts smiling and racing with his kid and not caring. That's a concern. When he starts hating everything, that's a concern for the competitors because that's a Kyle Busch that is like, he knows, well, you said this on the original podcast. I'll say it again. He knows the guy that sat in that car last year, won three races. He'll never say it. He won't put it in writing. He knows it. And he wants to see more than three. That's my opinion. Right, professor? Like we've seen Kyle Busch race enough. like, Like he's fired up. All right, what else you got? You've had a couple of good ones right there. You've done your homework, Joe. Yeah, that's 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 the that's the bulk of what I got. All right, well, uh, my man, my man, Professor, he likes the oddball bets. So let me have him. Let me have him, Professor. What crazy lines have you found? What crazy bets have you found that you think our fans might enjoy? Well, um, well, what
0: about like car number even or odd?
1: Well, if I look at the uh, if you take odd, that gives you Larson, Hamlin, Truex, so, so- Elliott.
0: That better be a coin flip.
1: It better be a coin flip. Really? They think the evens is the favorite. Minus,
0: minus one thirty two even is plus one hundred three.
1: Okay, so the odds are the favorite. That's because Larson's the favorite. He's odd. Hamlin's the second favorite. He's odd. Um, True X, Chastain. Chase yeah. Elliott. I don't Redick. like Chase. Redick. Now evens
0: though you have Logano. So Mike I can get even Blaine, money on. The, I can wait.
1: I can get even money on evens.
0: Yeah.
1: Hmm. I'm an entertaining guy. I'd probably put it, put a little something on it. If you listen, if your favorite driver's even, that might be a fun way to cheer on the race. I don't have, like, like, I'm not going to go against that chopper. Right, like if you were out there with your buddies in a suite and your guy said, man, I love Joey Logano. Or how about this? If you say I love Penske. Well, there you go. If you're a team Penske Mm -hmm. guy, you get all the evens. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I think that's the best way to look at that bet. You get Kevin Harvick on his even. So I think if you're almost a Ford guy, if you like Ford or Penske, you should be on the evens. There's not (laughs) many odd Fords. Funny, you don't look at it this way, but you're right. You get Kyle Busch as an even. I like that. That's an entertaining bet for the fan. Um, I think their odds are correct, though, if you're asking the question. I think the juice is the right way because I think Kyle Larson is the favorite and you're losing him if you take the evens. Here's one. Russ, you are to report on this every single week. Any driver to win stage one, two, and the race. Barstool's now had it for the second week in a row. It's plus six and a half at Fontana. I don't love it because I believe qualifying is going to be rained out. And I think that hurts the fact of whoever has the fastest car may not, or maybe at the front, if we had qualifying and we'll just say Tyler Reddick was great and sat on the pole, then I might consider that bet. Uh, But every week, let us know what the likelihood of a swept weekend is. What do you think, Chop? That's a fun bet.
2: Yeah, it's tough. I wonder how many times that hit last year
1: there you go seven to one so it'd have to hit uh in a 36 weeks it'd have to hit more than six it'd have to hit five and a half times you'd have to hit it six times i know it didn't hit six times last year
0: so so it's happened twice in the five races at auto club so the 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 eventual race winner won stage one and four of the five races there
1: with stages Ooh. and that's because listen i'll tell you why that is because it's not a lot of strategy Tire fall-off is huge. Once you get to the front, when the costumes come out, you put four tires on. So it kind of, I'm a little worried about this one because it rained out qualifying. I'll say it. That's bothering me a little bit. I don't know if the winner can get there quick enough. Uh, if we had qualified, I would take that bet. All right, each and every week, we're going to talk about that when it's on Barstool. Stage one, stage two, can you win the race? Each and every week, we define a term. I was going to do bad beats after choppers, Daytona 500, but I don't think that's a bad beat enough. Although you want to hear a definition of bad beats chop. <laughs> Who's your man? Get, get let's have the story. The Browns? Yeah, it's the Browns. What did you need? Mr. Chubb. We got okay. a three-point spread.
2: There's less than a minute left. They're running out that they have the clock. It's they're 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 up three. So it's a push at that point. Which is but, a no action, no big no deal. Push. Right. So the, but then he chubb breaks through the line and runs 60 yards with no within 20 yards of him. So we've got a backdoor cover which means we won when we shouldn't have won. You know, we would have had a tie, but he, he's he's worried about the clock for some reason. Instead of taking the touchdown, he ran out of bounds at the one-yard line with no one within 20 yards of them. And then they <laughs> ran up to the thing and took a knee, and that was the end of that. That is
1: All a bad right. beat. All right, let's do it. All Defining betting 101, a bad beat is a bet that it took extenuating circumstances for you to get beat normally in the closing minutes. Daytona for chopper was an unfortunate loss. It's not flashy enough to be a bad beat. Chubb going out at the 120 yards clear of everybody. That's a bad beat. A half court shot in a college basketball game to flip the spread is a bad beat. Um,
2: or when the or when or the game, it doesn't even matter. And a guy shoots a long shot, last shot for the heck of it.
1: Wait, wait, I got one for you. I got one for you. Hold on. Chops going to know what I'm talking about. If you get Rick Allen at Pocono, is that a bad beat? that's a bad beat chop I mean, had the Larson ticket <laughs> chop had the Larson ticket at Pocono coming off turn two, Kyle Larson, two second lead. Oh, he's got a flat tire. Oh, and chop. No, he, just, no, he says, Larson's going to win at Pocono. And no, he didn't. <laughs> so every time so now,
2: premature as a call, it's called a Rick Allen.
1: Yeah. So like, if you're, if you put, you know, normal people call it like an early call and you go, Oh, putt looks good. And it lifts out. He doesn't say early call anymore. Chom looks right at you goes, oh, you Rick Allen that one. Well, <laughs> it's now known as the Rick Allen. So a bad beat and a Rick Allen are going together. Guys, it's been another great time. Also, be okay, sure to check he's... out. Oh, wait, oh, oh, oh we're back in elementary hold, hold school. Hold on. Yes, sir. Hold on. Breaking news. Check your phone. Check your phone. What? 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 Do I have the start in lineup? Yep. It's well, close, though, right?
0: So, so I think we'll have Bell on the poll, Stenhouse, Logano. These are top three.
1: Okay, that doesn't change anything. They're all up there. Bell's higher than I thought, though. Yeah. Because fast lap you're saying.
0: I'm sure that has that's what's Reddick
1: is still near the bottom. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. There you have it. We weren't crazy.
0: And if you want it, the race winner won swept the stages only twice last year.
1: There you go. So that bet loses money if you bet it all year long. All right. You got to report in. Also, be sure to check out Speed Street with Connor Daly and Joey Molinero This week, Connor recaps his racing at the Daytona 500, which was captivating to watch all week long. Plus, Frankie Munez joins the guys. He was in the Arca series down there. Oh, that got a big reaction. Chopped like that. So didn't Russ. And as always, make sure to rate, review, and follow Dirty Modo. So you don't want to miss an episode. Listen, this is uh, podcasting gold when the chop gives his picks. So this has been another great episode. Oh, wait, we got to do the bet slip real quick. See if this makes sense. It'll come out Sunday morning on my social and on Dirty Mo's social. But right now, leaning sounds like a little little bit on Larson to win, a little bit on Harvick to win. Right, Chop? You're liking this so far? You said Dylan top 10 for plus 170 is a hammer. Keselowski top 10 plus 200. Hammer, hammer, build a house hammer. That's his favorite of the weekend. Larson over Elliott. Hamlin over Elliott. And we like Bush over Bell. Did I leave an obvious one out right away? I think that's the start of a bet slip right there, guys. We will report in on Chopper's actual bet slip on Sunday morning. This has been another episode of Dirty Mode Doe. And may all your bets pay off. Check out Dirty Mo' Media on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok,
0: and Instagram.